Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean O-Line Media presents Business of the Beat. Hi, I'm Kendra Bracken Ferguson, and I am a founder, brand builder, entrepreneur, and believe in the mantra, Carpe Diem. I created this podcast, Business of the Beat, through my own experience as a beauty executive to talk about, tell stories, and highlight the business of beauty through conversations with beauty and wellness entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, helping to diversify the industry. This week on Business of the Beat. What is it that we can do around the platform of entrepreneurship that's really going to take this brand forward without looking back, right? Because we can't fix the past, but I definitely know where we were in. At that time, it was 2000, right? There was a lot happening in this country at that point. And so it was important that whatever we did was authentic and had a reason for being. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, and welcome to Business of the Beat. We are launching a special series with our partners at Famous Amos to support their grant program, Ingredients for Success. And to help launch this series, today's guest is Rechna Patel, Vice President of Marketing, Distinctive Brands Cookies at Ferrero. But before we get started, don't forget to follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. All right, everyone. Rechna Patel is Vice President for Distinctive Brands at Ferrero, responsible for Famous Amos with the focus on brand development, innovation, and execution of strategic marketing plans. Prior to this, she has worked at Treehouse Foods, Mondelez, and General Electric, and has 17 years of experience in marketing. Creativity, drive, and leadership are Rechna's greatest strengths. She started her career in finance and was the youngest plant controller in her division. Rechna is based in Chicago, earned a BBA from Michigan State University, and an MBA from Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. Rechna is a big foodie, enjoys traveling, and has been to 50 countries. Rechna, welcome to Business of the Beat. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, I am so honored to be sitting with you. We are here and supporting founders and entrepreneurs because of the work that you're doing. So this is the start of our famous Amos Ingredients for Success four-part podcast series. So, Rechna, let's just jump right in and talk about why Famous Amos as a company has decided to create this program, what the program is, and how you're serving entrepreneurs. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I have been managing the Famous Amos brand for the past three years. And when I got brought on to run this brand, one of the big goals for me was to understand where this brand came from. And as part of that journey, Wally Amos is obviously crucial to the entire brand and how it came to be. 
understanding the roots of the brand and Wally's passion for the cookies, how he started the brand with regards to the business loan he received, the passion he had for taking the cookies to his clients as a talent agent, and then ultimately starting his bake shop for a really big element in how this grant came about. My goal was to make sure that as we look forward in figuring out the brand foundations, there hadn't been any advertising or support on the brand for many, many years, is what is the direction we want to take this brand in? And how do we give it love finally again, based on the fact that it had been neglected? And so in going down that journey, we looked at a lot of the passion points for Wally himself, which included literacy and then him as an entrepreneur and having other ventures that he had started around that space. We felt like entrepreneurship was the correct path to take. In doing so, we brought on Flowers Communication Group to help us figure out how to build a program that allows us to pay it forward, but at the same time in working with Flowers, getting a chance to connect with Sean Amos, and really understanding what is it that we can do around the platform of entrepreneurship that's really going to take this brand forward without looking back, right? Because we can't fix the past, but I I definitely know where we were in at that time. It was 2000, right? There was a lot happening in this country at that point. And so it was important that whatever we did was authentic and had a reason for being. And so we decided to create ingredients for success, particularly because the cookie also was born out of the love of the ingredients that Wally had chosen for the recipe based on a family um, recipe that was handed down. And Marvin Gaye had given him $25,000. So that's kind of where we started. I wanted to make sure this was bigger than that. So we doubled it to 50000 for three recipients. And we decided to do a grant called Ingredients for Success, which had more than just a grant component related to it. So again, looking back at his journey, things that could have been done differently which were more than just a grant is really what he would have benefited from. And so we then identified the National Brand Chamber of Commerce, giving us access to not only their network, but then also putting us in touch with judges that can continue to mentor all of the program winners. And as time progressed, so this is our third year of the program, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't just isolated to the three winners each year. The first year, I was blown away that we had almost 3,000 applications. And so that was my first, you know, aha moment. Mm -hmm. Yes, I knew there was a need for this, but now I have 3,000 people that came to us, and we only had 10 finalists and three winners. So in year two, we worked with Roby, and the National Black Chamber of Commerce and enhance the website so that everybody that comes to the site has something to walk away with, even if it is going on to some of the trainings on how to write a business plan, how to network, how to connect to other entrepreneurs that you walk away with regardless of whether you win or not. And then in year three this year, 
we again went back and said, how do we continue to make this bigger? And that's how this think tank came about. So, oh, you know, kudos to you. As you're talking, you were making me think that you're truly the model and the case study. I talked to so many brands who were trying to figure out their why and how do we participate in culture in the community, but they can't quite always get it right. Or they want to do things with entrepreneurs, but there's no real story about how it works. And it's interesting because when I was invited to come and participate in the think tank, I called my mom and I said, oh my goodness, I had no idea the depth of Famous Amos. Because when I got the the email and the call, I remember saying to my daughter, oh my gosh, mommy's going to Famous Amos. And I showed her and she's like, you're going to be eating cookies all day. Like all her whole thing was the cookies, the cookies. And as I was talking to my mom, I said, wow, they've done a phenomenal job of taking a founder story. The history and the heritage of having a vision to create something, of going into your network, asking for that first 25, scaling a business up, and then the perils that we as entrepreneurs face. I was a creative, but I wasn't a business person. I was a chemist, but I wasn't a marketer. And so when I thought about that story and my mom said, we don't know how many stories like that existed that we never heard about. And she said, so the work that you're doing and the work that Famous Amos is doing is going to protect founders so that they don't have to have that same outcome, so that they can use that outcome to your point. Let's not, we can't dwell on the past, we can't change it. So how do we learn from it? And now how is a brand in this day and age going to say, let's pull from our founder, but let's create a future that is what he would have wanted that's different, right? And so I love the fact that you talk about the ingredients are the money, but they're also the resources and the education and the knowledge. And even being here at the think tank and seeing the other speakers and partners that you've pulled in, it truly is a think tank of knowledge. And so for you, because you've had a fantastic career, I was like, oh, this woman's been at General Electric's and Hershey's and Morgan's company. I mean, you've been at some of the biggest companies leading innovation and technology. So how have you brought your marketing expertise and experience into Famous Amos as a brand as a whole, because there is the history, but then there's the future. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I love what I do, right? So I think that makes a big difference in anything that you're doing, right? The passion that I bring into any brand that I touch is rooted in the fact that I love marketing. In the different brands that I've touched through my career, the goal is always to try to understand the brand. And that was the first thing I did with Famous Amos. Every brand is different. And either is in a different part of its journey or needs a different kind of love in order to get it to grow and thrive. And so with Famous Amos, we initially looked at the brand and we felt that because the brand hadn't had any innovation, we wanted to try to bring in more quality ingredients. And so the product that's in the market today, Wonders from the World, was with an intent to say there hasn't been innovation what is the white space in the category? What are consumers today looking for? And that was why we chose to change the recipes and bring in more premium ingredients. And then the grant itself was something that also was rooted in the ethos of the brand. And so I have three brands that I manage, right? I didn't put a platform up behind each one. (laughs) It it really is about understanding what makes sense and what authentically fits with that brand. 
So the product upgrade that we did was really around the fact that the brand has and continues to have strong awareness. But what it's missing is consideration. So people have forgotten to take the brand home with them. And we were trying to figure out why. And in that journey, we premiumized the brand. Next year, we're actually coming back into marketing with a classic recipe across the entire um, universe of food, drug, mass, um, because we felt that we strayed a little bit too far away from the roots of this brand. So again, it's a journey, right? I wish I had a crystal ball that said, do this and you're going to figure it out, you know, through that crystal ball. But sometimes it's all about a learning experience along the way as well. And so the changes that I made on the brand were all based on us doing research, hearing what consumers were saying, and trying to figure out the right path based on those learnings. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I love your approach. Um, There's so much richness in our experience, expertise, and then the data. And then getting back to the core, I had the good fortune of working at Ralph Lauren. And so to work for the Lauren family and to sit in the room with Ralph Lauren, there's something so special about the founders who've created these legacy brands. And when you have someone like yourself who can go back to the heart of it and then say, but let's look at the consumer data. We have to innovate in the way that keeps that North Star true. And it's such a good product, (laughs) right? So we can fill in the marketing pieces, which you've done such a great job match that with the ingredients and then create a platform because brands don't get to sit along the side, especially not a brand like yours. And so that's what truly has given this brand, I feel like the ingredients for success and sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that even through the work that we've done in the last three years, the brand continues to grow bigger and bigger. But as we grow the brand itself, it's making sure that we figure out how it all ties together. So we are redoing the brand foundations right now and making sure that there is a pillar related to the grant that's embedded into the foundations of the brand. So it's not about every year we think, should we do this again? No, it's long-term embedded into the brand. And so while I do advertising in-store or wherever on digital, right, the grant program is something that continues to prosper because it has a role in the brand separate from whether I change the recipe or whether we put it on promotion. Those are two separate things, but they all kind of come together. Oh my gosh, it's the commitment. It's the commitment and it is the transformation of the legacy in terms of where we are now. And what I'm so excited about is to now be part of this famous Avis Ingredients for Success Think Tank And I can't wait for the years to come to see how these businesses have transformed. Getting a grant for your size, and I'm so happy that you guys matched it. For a lot of the companies here, it is going to help them change their ingredient or get a new product or a tool. So it's really, um, it's such an exciting time for you. And it's so great that you have the fortitude to move it forward. 
and to say we're going to have a passion and a purpose. Yeah, this is so rewarding. You know, I've been looking forward to this weekend for a really <laughs> long time. And, you know, there's times that I, I mentor folks, I sit down with people and they ask me, you know, what is the biggest accomplishment you've had in your career or, you know, what keeps, you know, what gets you excited about what you do? It, it's moments like this, right? Yeah. I, I can do rinse and repeat and relaunch a brand and grow sales and grow profitability. But it's being able to do programs like Ingredients for Success that really make it feel like I'm making a difference and make me excited for every time I touch a new brand. And it doesn't always have to be a grant, but it's just, it's things like this. I've, I've talked to almost every person that was part of our group of 30 finalists um, in the last two days. And hearing their testimonials, it just makes everything I do so worth it. Oh, it's the, it's the outcomes of the people. It's the true human touch. And the last question I have for you, Rachna, is what would you say has been a defining moment of your career? I think a defining moment in my career was when I switched from finance to marketing about 15 years ago. And um, I think that the main piece there was I was very successful in my finance career. Um, I was growing pretty quickly at a young age, but I also was missing the connection to consumers. So on the finance side, I owned the P&L and I was, you know, internally doing great things for the business that I was working on at GE, but understanding how to drive a product and have a connection to consumers' lives through the products I worked on, that was missing. And that was probably the biggest defining moment because I walked away from something that I was really good at and where I was successful and started again from scratch, wow. which was very scary. I stopped. I went back and got my MBA full time. Fortunately, I got to go to Kellogg, which is a uh, you know, a top, <laughs> top university for marketing. But even then, it's scary to stop doing what you're good at and start over. But I'm so glad that I took that moment and reflected back on what really I was looking for and what would make me happy versus just looking at the successes that I already had at that point in my career. Thank you for sharing that. It, it's always hard when we know we're good at something, but something else is tugging us. And you're right, Kellogg. I mean, if we're going to have a career shift, <laughs> that's the best way to do it. But just thank you for including a special moment, this Think Tank weekend. Thank you for creating ingredients for success. Um, you know, we have to support one another. We have to be in community. And for brands like yourself, there's a responsibility to do more. And that's what you're doing. And so thank you. And I am so excited for the rest of our founders and guests who are part of our famous Amos Ingredients for Success four-part podcast series. Thank you so much, Rachna. You're welcome. And thank you for coming this weekend. We really appreciate you speaking to all of our finalists. I know they really appreciated hearing from you as well. And as always, I want to leave you with one thing from today's guest. And because this is our special Famous Amos Ingredients for Success series, my one thing is how will you take the ingredients of what you're good at and turn it into something that you love? Ruchna mentioned that she loved what she does. So I ask you, how will you take the ingredients 
of your expertise, your skill set, and turn that into something that you love. And with that, follow, rate, and subscribe to Business of the Beat on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You don't want to miss an episode, and we love to hear from you. Leave a five-star rating and a review, and make sure to tune in next week for the rest of our famous Amos Ingredients for Success series. Until then. Business of the Beat is hosted by Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, assistant producer Jenny Salk, executive producer Kendra Bracken-Ferguson, edited by Fishmar Creative, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business of the Beat podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Odyssey, Amazon Music, or where you get your podcast, and on IG at Business of the Beat. Business of the Beat is a mean old line media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.